Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. For Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! I was thinking the other day, because we have this awesome picture and several pieces of memorabilia honoring, in homage to, what great boxers to ever come out of Montana, Todd Kidd Foster. I was thinking to myself, how many boxers have been nicknamed Kidd? Quite a few. Nuanas <laughs> Now, ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? Hope you had a great weekend. Myself, Coulter Nuanas, and this... Uh, Massive print of Todd Foster coming to you live from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Appreciate you for tuning in. I I feel like, what's the saying? I don't know, fish out of water? Because here we are, Monday show, and on one hand, we got an old staple for you. Of course, it's the Montana Basketball Hour. It's the Montana Something Hour, the first hour of every Monday show here. On to on is now pretty much year-round. We used to just do basketball and football during their respective seasons, but there's always basketball and football and other sports, so it's always the Montana something, the Treasure State's something from uh, over the weekend, whatever's the best of the best. But certainly coming off of a, an outstanding weekend of hoops, especially if you are the University of Montana, a clean sweep and a decisive one in the Cackers rivalry games here in Missoula. The Lady Grizz, actually the Bobcats hung around for like the first three quarters, and then end of the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, a huge run by the Lady Grizz, and they just absolutely smashed on the gas pedal down the stretch. And they win going away 72-50. to 50. And then in the men's game, I didn't know if the Grizz could shoot better than they did in Bozeman. Percentage-wise, they didn't, but three-point-wise, they absolutely did. On and Moody, Josh Vasquez, both making it rain. Deshaun Thomas, Laluoke, both uh, dominating in the paint. Each one of them had double-doubles. Brandon Whitney got in the action as well with a near double-double. He had eight assists, and the story was Montana's five seniors all playing exceptionally well in their final rivalry game against the Cats, and that led to an 88-69 victory. So 87 and 88 points for the Grizz against the Cats this year. Uh, pretty good, and the first season sweep by Montana over Montana State men's basketball uh, in several years. Not a season sweep for the Lady Grizz, but certainly uh, aided in the weekend sweep. So we'll go through all of that here in the first hour. We have sound bites from Brian Holsinger and Travis DeCure, the respective head coaches of Montana. 
Also from Gina Markson and Macy Heward from the Lady Grizz. We'll hear from Trisha Binford from the Montana State women's basketball team. We'll hear from Matt Logie, the head coach of the Cats. And we'll also hear from Anand Moody, the star of the show in the men's game. 29 points for Moody. He certainly has a flair for the dramatic. He is quite the showman. The blowing the kisses to the uh, the audience after he hits the threes. Pretty good. It's funny because uh, we are putting together a fun project. It's our 10th anniversary at Skyline Sports. And Andrew Houghton is spearheading this with us. Uh, certainly, uh, I've produced so much content for Skyline Sports over the last 10 years. Andrew has produced a very good amount of content as well. But he's been brainstorming some great ideas to sort of remember this this 10th anniversary. One idea he had was, you know, we're, we're going to do like our 10 best. I, we're still trying to decide, is it 10 best or 25 best? We're going to do a whole bunch of countdowns of the best players, best teams, best coaches, best moments. Uh, of the last decade during the Skyline Sports era. But Andrew had a great idea as well. He said, let's do some of the, the most memorable as well. I don't know if Anand Moody breaks into, actually I do know, he doesn't break into the top 10 players of the Skyline era. He probably doesn't even break into it if we extrapolate it to 25 players. That said, if, if, the, if the Grizz went on a big run in this year's Big Sky Tournament, maybe Anand Moody pushes himself into that you know top 25 type category. But... He certainly is among the 10 most memorable players that has played during the Skyline Sports era. Part of it's the hairdo. Part of it's just the showmanship, the blowing the kisses to the crowd, the on and moody, the chant that they do. He's uh, he's certainly a fan favorite. He's an awesome dude. It's been fun getting to know him, so we'll hear from him uh, in this one uh, as well. But the reason I feel like a fish out of water is because... We don't have our man. No juice this afternoon. We'll try to bring the juice, but Marty Mornowig is not with us today because football season's in the rear view. We can only ask so much of Coach Marty's time. You know, he's trying to enjoy his uh, his quote-unquote retirement, although he's keeping pretty dang busy between this and his stuff with the 33rd team and doing color commentary on the Grizz football games and uh, – He's got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. So uh, no Coach Marty. We will not see Coach Marty back around. Maybe we'll have a couple once-offs, particularly when uh, his his quarterback camp is coming up in the summer. But uh, no Coach Marty on a consistent basis until next September. So we're very sad about that. But because we're having withdrawals, we're still going to talk some football. Big news. Here I am, once again, thwarting my journalism education. Big news out of University of Montana today, Ronnie Bradford on the way out. I had heard that Coach Bradford was going to be on the move, but it remained to be seen as to where. There was rumors that maybe he would go to the top level of college football. A couple, some scuttle that maybe he might end up in the SEC or the Big Ten. Well, instead, he ends up back in the NFL. Ronnie Bradford played for 10 seasons in the National Football League. Uh, had stints with the uh, Broncos, the Falcons, um, as well as the uh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals. Then he coached in the NFL for quite a, a good period of time. And uh, then he's been in the co- the college ranks for about 10 years. He he was at USC before he came to Montana. He had a, a, a about three years off in between that. Not sure what he was up to, but he's been at Montana since 2021. He was the defensive coordinator this past season. Obviously, great results defensively for Montana, so we'll discuss this move. He's going to Miami as a special assistant to the special teams coach. I hadn't really heard of that. It's funny because I heard a lot of stuff on Twitter that said, well, this must just be all about the money. Actually, I'm unsure if the special teams special assistant in Miami makes more than the defensive coordinator at Montana. I'm saying that that's probably not that big of a difference in terms of influencing Coach Bradford's decision. I cannot profess to know Ronnie Bradford well. Uh, I have spoken to him at various fundraisers and golf tournaments and things like that, but because of Montana's, well, I should say Bobby Houck's policy, his assistants are usually only available for interviews upon special request, and Coach Bradford was not in that special request. Uh, So, I don't know him well. That's all to say I am 0% surprised that he's on his way back to the NFL. If you play in the NFL for more than 10 years and then you coach in the NFL for more than 10 years and you have a foray into into college, okay, chances are, chances are very high that you are trying to make your way back to the NFL 
So not surprised at all. Uh, Ronnie Bradford headed to join Mike McDaniel's staff in uh, Miami. So we'll discuss that. We'll discuss Montana's uh, new offensive line coach caught in the shuffle of rivalry basketball and all of our uh, high school hoops coverage and myself, my wife, having a baby. (laughs) We sort of glossed over that Montana also has a new offensive line coach. So several moves on the Montana coaching staff. What does it all mean? There's also been several on the Montana state side, which we've reported on, you know, we've talked about it in in its happenings, but we haven't necessarily analyzed in depth what we think of the new coordinators there uh, at Montana State. So we'll do that in hour number two, and then uh, if we can, if we got the time, we will uh, get some uh, we'll get some NFL in as well. I also was remiss, and uh, guys, we'll uh, we'll juggle this on the fly. Um, we got a big guy Doc Fest interview coming up as well. 5 p.m. Uh, Nick Davis just texted that they'll uh, they'll be here at five. So uh, actually unsure what the uh, the movie is that we're talking about, but Big Sky Doc Fest is rolling here in the city of Missoula. So we'll uh, we'll have that for you coming up at the top of the hour uh, as well. It's Noah's Now ESPN Radio. You want to stream the show? You always can. 1029ESPN.com. You can also always use the ESPN MT app. Want to be a part of the show? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. It's so funny. Whenever I wake up on this Monday, and a lot of times this Monday, which is I'm talking about the Monday that's removed from the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday, so a week and a day after the Super Bowl, I oftentimes wake up and start planning the the show and the day, and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I have nothing to talk about. What are we going to talk about? I'm going to have to ask the listeners to just send questions. Sometimes when we do that, it makes for a great show. But then I got to thinking, and I was like, oh, okay, we have rivalry hoops. We got all this stuff. So we're, we're plenty covered today, but we will have a show like that probably here uh, in the near future. So stay tuned for that. But uh, get those questions rolling in right now. You got any questions around the wide world of sports in Montana or subject matters that you like us to talk about? Just text us, and, and we'll get to them at some point, 406 406- 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Andrew, did you take in any films this weekend? I know you had to beat feet after the uh, the men's game on Saturday night. So uh, any uh, any education happening on the big screen this weekend? Fantastic amount of education. Yeah, Love Coulter, it. thanks for asking. Yeah, I was able actually to get to before the weekend even or just as the weekend was getting started. I got to the opening night film Nice on Friday night. Uh, always a, a big event that's great to be at. Sold out Wilma Theater, which is just a super cool environment to watch a movie in. Uh, that film was called 399, Queen of the Tetons, about uh, one of the most famous grizzly bears in the world. Uh, that was a lot of fun and a great event. And then last night... I caught the back half of a film called One with the Whale about an, an nice. Inuit community yeah. that hunts whales for sustenance. I caught just the back half of it, so I missed some of the story, but some of the most arresting images that I've seen in a documentary film in a long time. They had cameras on the boats as they're hunting Whoa. the whales. They also had a drone camera, which is just like there was one image of this flotilla of, I mean, these tribes hunt whales in like 20-foot motorboats which is just ridiculous. So they have a, a drone image of this fleet of like six or seven tiny little motorboats dragging a whale back through this field of ice that was one of the coolest images I've seen in a long time. Uh, and then also caught a shorts block last night as well uh, over at the Missoula Community Theater. So I've been taking advantage of those uh, sweet, sweet all-access passes they're giving us. Well, awesome. Uh TBD on what we're going to talk about. We will be talking Big Sky Doc Fest today and uh, throughout the rest of the week. Uh, funny, I just thumbed through this Montana Greats book quickly because if you're watching on TV or on the app, you see the picture of Todd, uh, Todd Kid Foster. He's a, a great boxer from Great Falls, rose all the way through the ranks in the middleweight division, among the most accomplished fighters ever uh, from Montana. So I was flipping through this Montana Greats book by our great friend Jeff Welch from A to Z, Absorky to Zurich, the greatest athletes from 264 Montana communities. I was like, huh, wonder if Great Falls is Todd Foster. And then I remembered, of course, Great Falls is Dave Dickinson. That's actually a really interesting debate, though. Around Missoula and around Montana, especially around University of Montana circles, it's almost sacrilege to say that Dave Dickinson is not the greatest everything 
Dave Dickinson was named the greatest athlete in the history of the Big Sky Conference during their 50th anniversary celebration. He obviously led Montana to a national championship. He won a Walter Payton Award. Uh, his numbers in, in college are ridiculous. They're eye-popping. They're, they're hard to comprehend. And Dave Dickinson also had a, a decorated professional career, mostly north of the border up in Canada. And again, you'd probably get a lot of heat, a lot of hot water for making the argument, but you have to actually wonder if there was a pretty good argument between Todd Foster and and Dave Dickinson. Because I would argue uh, fighting for world titles, especially in a a sport like boxing with the history and lineage that it has, and uh, and playing Division I AA football, I don't know. No time for any of that, though. Appreciate you tuning in. Text us, let us know what you're up to, what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about. 406-888-1029. My best of the weekend. It was fun. Uh, rivalry doubleheader. I thought the, the women's crowd was great. About 4,000 people down there at Dahlberg Arena. That's not to demean the men's crowd. I thought the number was uh, a little bit um, startling. Only 5,700, which is a, a, a big-time far cry from what you're accustomed to on either side of the Continental Divide when the Cats play the Grizz in men's basketball. But I thought the 5,700 and change that were there uh, were really, really good. Uh, I thought that the, the the environment was great. You know, the, I mean, it, it was definitely raucous. But there was a lot, of, a lot of seats. I don't think this is a Montana or a Montana state or a state of Montana thing issue, if you want to call it that. I think it's a trend. I think it's, you know, we, we see the fervor for basketball at the schools that are fully 100% invested in basketball, like the Gonzagas of the world, the Big East, they don't have football. Some of the Mountain West schools, like particularly Utah State and New Mexico. But we see this at, at other schools, especially when you get outside the Power Six, dwindling attendance and... uh you know, I don't want to go down this road too much, but I, just, I think it's an interesting deal. And I don't think it's anybody's fault. I think accessibility is a huge part of this, right? Um, especially because basketball is played in the winter. If you can just be at your home and watch this game and that game and all the games and have your own popcorn, your own beer and all that sort of stuff, that's uh, that's a part of it. Maybe we'll save that for a little later on. Uh this sounds like a business angle to me, for sure. My other best of the weekend, I had a fun time yesterday uh, at the bowling alley. only was able to stay for a little while, but uh, one of my good friends had a birthday, and so we decided to do a little afternoon bowling on a Sunday, and uh, I went strike, spare, strike, my first three, and uh, then it was all downhill from there. Walked out of the bowling alley, though, with nine strikes in three games, so not bad, but it's funny because when you, when you start hot, you're like, man, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm bowling 250. I'm bowling 300 today. No doubt about it. No chance. <laughs> I think 135, 145, and uh, 104 to end the, the, the three rounds. So uh, nothing to write home about, but it was it was fun rolling the stone and uh, fun hanging out with a bunch of my buddies. Spontana Basketball Hour is probably presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Dazzler's Car Wash has the most efficient, effective car washes in the Garden City. Swing by Dazzler's Car Wash right next to us on Radio Way and treat your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's Car Wash. Andrew, we talked about sort of the narrative coming into this game, these rivalry games, as a defining barometer on the women's side. Okay, contender or pretender. The winner, I think we thought we were going to be contenders, especially if the winner happened to be the Lady Grizz, and it was. They won decisively. On the men's side, I think we were still a little tenuous as to what we thought that the, the actual result meant beyond just a rivalry win. Well, I actually left the arena thinking uh, two things. My two main impressions leaving the arena on Saturday were, one, both the Lady Grizz and Men Grizz, when they move the ball and shoot it like they did on Saturday, are incredibly fun to watch and are going to be incredibly tough to beat. 
The Grizz men, if they, and I'm not saying Montana State, I mean, the Cats have lost four in a row. They're, they're sort of in a free fall in the standings. They might not even be like a top half team in the league this year by the time it's all said and done. But if you move the ball like that and you got five seniors that all know how to play together, that have played together for multiple years, you get the production rebounding-wise and defensively from your two bigs, Deshaun Thomas and Lalu Oke. Both those guys have double-doubles. And then you shoot it like that, you absolutely can contend. You absolutely can can make a run in the Big Sky Tournament. Now, in a one-game single elimination scenario, can you beat Eastern Washington? I don't know. Can you beat Northern Colorado? I'm not sure. That has proven to be a really bad matchup for Montana so far this year. The Bears swept the Grizz. But can you beat Weber State? Absolutely. They already have. And can you beat everybody else in the league? I totally think you can. For the Lady Grizz, <laughs> now it's on for me because after watching what they did on Saturday – I'm sitting here thinking that's the best team in the league, and that team needs to win the Big Sky Conference Championship, and anything less than that is a disappointment to me. Your impressions uh, after leaving on Saturday, Andrew? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, and I'll, uh, I'll flip it on you. I'll start with the ladies first. I think you're absolutely right because we have never had questions, and we always say this, we've never had questions about the talent of that team, That's right. about the ceiling of that team. We just needed a little bit more evidence to prove that they could reach that ceiling during the you know four or five-day crucible of the Big Sky Tournament. And all we were saying is, all it's going to take is, is one game for me to believe in this team. They hadn't had that win. Really, previously, they hadn't had that win in Brian Holsinger's tenure at all. Now you look at them... They avenge their loss in Bozeman. They make Montana State, which has been one of the, not one of the most talented teams in the conference, but certainly one of the hardest teams to play against in the conference. This season you're talking. This season, yes. the Montana State women. Yep. Just a very resolute uh, and determined and tough to play against team. They ran them out of the building. You combine that with their earlier win in Flagstaff, which even though Northern Arizona stumbled this weekend, still a really good win. Now you got multiple examples that this team can reach their ceiling against good teams. They can reach their ceiling uh, when the chips are down. And so, you know, you shouldn't really have any other questions about them. And that's sort of where I'm at with the Lady Grizz. I think sort of an interesting... Can they, the, the last question now, though, is one for the future. Can they do it in Boise? Right. That's the question, right? Like yeah, when you leave... I, 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 you're right. I feel like it's a little bit unfair to be questioning them on that, to bring that question up this week, right? I agree. The week agree. going into Boise, we can talk about that. Yep. We've been questioning them all season long, though. That's right. And they did exactly what we've been asking them to do. That's so right. at least for a week, let's not look at the future questions. Yep. No even doubt. though it is going to remain a question when they're going into Boise. No doubt. One sort of interesting, you brought up a really good point comparing these two wins where they were both moving the ball really well. They were both shooting the ball really well. I actually thought an interesting point of similarity between these two wins for the Montana teams on Saturday was... They moved the ball really well. They shot the ball really well. They looked really good and dynamic offensively. I thought of that. all of that sort of came off the back of their toughness on defense and on the boards between Laulu Oke for the men and Danny Barch for the women. I just think that those two players give them such a great foundation to build off of, and maybe that's as important as the offensive onslaught. But anyway, moving on to the, to the men, really, really good team effort. Yes. Performed, they played with the crowd very well. Yes. As the Lady Grizz did it, it did too in the earlier game. I'm not sure how much more confident I am about them going forward now. And it's because, number one, I think they exposed a lot of Montana State's flaws. That's correct. More than they played a, a, a really good. I mean, they did play a really good, high-quality game. I thought the story of that game was as much about Montana State's flaws that have come to light. No doubt. I mean, that's the blueprint that's going to be replicated now for the whole rest of the season against Montana State. You cut the head off the stake and Robert Ford, you know, play physical, throw them on the ground. And then smash them on the boards. And and smash on the boards and don't let Brian Garacki deny Brian Garacki constantly. Don't let him touch the ball. And now all of a sudden, Montana State can do nothing besides Eddie Turner 14-foot jump shots, which he made like six of them, and he scored 18 points. But that was about it in terms of Montana State having any sort of semblance offensively. So credit to the Montana men for executing that game plan and and blowing them out. 
the other thing where I'm just like, man, is this team really a contender is because of another thing you brought up, which is like, is that going to be enough to beat Eastern Washington and Boise? Right. You're not getting that advantage on the boards against Eastern Washington. It's true. Is Jackson Knapp, Jackson Knapp such a huge swing piece for this team because he's 6'7 and he can shoot? Eastern Washington has three or four guys who they can <laughs> throw at him who are, or have mismatches against yes. him when he's guarding them. It's true. Does he see the floor? I just have I just have a ton of questions. And maybe that's less about Montana than it is about Eastern Washington. It was a great game. It was a great atmosphere on Saturday. They played really well. I that just they're still a second tier contender in my opinion. Well, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. The other thing I thought leaving the arena was for the first time in quite some time. Not only was it that a decisive sweep for the host Grizz, but it also felt as if it was expected that they had far superior basketball programs and that Montana State has a ton of work to do to catch up in the rivalry. That has not been the case since Robin Selvig retired on the women's side, certainly. Montana State had won 11 out of 13. The only two losses had been uh, when the Lady Grizz just played out of their minds at Dahlberg Arena. But other than that, the Cats have utterly dominated it since Coach Selvig stepped away. I'm not saying one game completely swings the rivalry, but it, it on that court on Saturday, it seemed as if the Lady Grizz are light years ahead of the Cats. Now, that said, the Cats are playing a ton of young players, so they'll be coming on the women's side. And Coach Binford, Trisha Binford's a 19-year veteran who's uh, certainly got a formula, and she's been able to reload multiple times. But on the men's side, forever, the basketball rivalry sort of lacks some luster because the Grizz just dominated it so much. The Grizz were perennially Big Sky Championship contenders. The Cats never were. The, the, one of the ultimate questions for the first part of the Skyline Sports era was, can the Cats literally ever be good at basketball? I thought it was actually like impossible for Montana State to ever be truly Big Sky Conference elite in basketball. Ton of reasons for that. Danny Sprinkle proved that notion wrong. Danny Sprinkle had the Cats as one of the best teams of the modern era in the Big Sky the last couple of years. They took Kansas State all the way down the wire last year in the, Big, in the NCAA tournament. And those teams are going to be remembered as all-time great Bobcat teams and great teams within the scope of the history of the league uh, after the turn of the century. That is a far cry from what we saw on Saturday. And I know it's Matt Logie's first year. The Cats lost everybody and a bag of chips in the transfer portal. I just thought it was striking how decisive, but also how seemingly expected it seemed for Montana. This is a tweet from Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. For the first time in 10 years and the 14th time overall, Grizz football, men's basketball, and women's basketball all won at home against Montana State in the same year. So that the, the men's, women's basketball, and football all beating the Cats in Missoula, that has not happened since 2014 until... The men Grizz capped that on Saturday evening. The combined margin was 71 points, second most only behind 2008 when the uh, Grizz won by 80 points. And it was the first time ever that all three, men's and women's basketball and football, all won by 19 points or more over the rival Bobcats uh, in Missoula. We'll hear from some of the subjects from these games on the other side, we're up against it, so uh, we'll save the opening statements and some of the other bits. We'll keep on rolling here on the Montana Basketball Hour, a Grizz sweep. Probably presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Dazzler's Car Wash treats your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's. More on the rivalry weekend. Right after this, keep it right here. No one is now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. 
mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. is now on ESPN Radio. Now you can just download all the music and stream it on Spotify, all that stuff. You used to have to go down to the, the CD store. The Sam Goody was the one here in Missoula. You had to buy the CDs. So if you had compilation CDs, if you're somebody that wants to skip around and listen to a bunch of different tracks, different artists and stuff, rather than buying the whole catalog of CDs, you'd want to get those compilation CDs, like the greatest hits, like Arista Records' top hits of 98 or whatever. Well, Jack Jams was a revelation. This was like all the fun stadium music, all the fun sports tunes, all in one little spot. And then it became like a phenomenon. They played that song at the Grizz game on Saturday night. I was like, man, we got to play some Jack Jams on the radio here uh, this week. So that's today's playlist, all Jack Jams, all the time. We're going straight mid-90s for you. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports would be so proud. So as now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, uh, and the ESPN MTA. Appreciate you for tuning in with us here on this Monday. Scheduling note, top of the hour, uh, we got a Big Sky Doc Fest interview. Charles, Frank, and Fritz Bitsoy, I think I'm saying that correctly. They will be in studio. They are the directors of a new film, Through the Storm. It's a documentary that debuts, world debut, world premiere tonight at 545 at the Wilma. So these guys are going to be in here at 5. We're going to have to get them out real quick so they can get down there. Don't want them to miss the world premiere of their own film. Uh, Through the Storm follows the 2023 season of the Red Lake Nation, which is the Ojibwa uh, tribe high school football team. Despite dwindling interest and a two-decade-long losing record, a determined coach and group of young athletes fight to keep their football program alive. Ojibwa is the uh, traditional name Many around America would probably know the Chippewa name a little bit more accurately, but it's one of the biggest, uh, first of all, reservations in all of North America and one of the largest indigenous populations of a singular tribe. This is going to be interesting because I can't wait to talk to these guys about the overlay. As we know here in Montana, there's a variety of sports in which a lot of the high schools on the uh, Indian reservations in Montana absolutely thrive at. Cross-country, basketball, track but football is very it's very few and far between that we see really good football teams from the reservation what's the parallel and it'll be interesting to see what these guys think and uh, you know just the 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 meaning of of sports within cultures and the coming of age ceremony that that can be it's a fascinating one and uh, this will be an interesting interview so we're looking forward to that here uh, at the top of the hour continued talk about the rivalry weekend the lady grizz no trouble 72 to 50 over the Bobcats. And then on the uh, men's side, 88 69, Montana rolls. We'll get this thing started with the winner of the women's game, the head coach of the winning team of the women's game, Brian Holsinger. Uh, he was a little late to the press conference, but he totally explains why. Here's Coach Holsinger's opening statement after his team's 22 point win over the Cats on Saturday. Yeah, apologies for being late. We had a bunch of Lady Grizz alumni, and they're more important than everybody else. So um, one of the reasons why I took this job is because of them. And so we, I think we, we had a good number. I don't know, it was 15 or 20 of them in our locker room. And so I just was thanking them. So I apologize for being a little bit late. But um, we want to make them proud. And today we made them proud. So that's, a, that's, the, that's the best part of this. Um, and I think more than anything, I think for us is just continue to play the right way. Um, and, and that's what we focus on all the time. And we feel like talent top to bottom, we have enough talent to be successful if you do the right things. And it was really neat tonight in the second half, obviously, to, to see the defense come alive and make it really hard, um, really hard on them. Uh, and you know, I, I think they got 20, 21 points in the second half, something like that. But um, we really just played really good defense. And obviously, we are a very efficient offensive basketball team. We've been really consistently that most of the year. There's a few games here or there where we haven't been. Um, but, we, you know, we wanted to attack them a little bit more than we did there when we were over in Bozeman. And I felt like we did a good job of that. 
Bring from Trisha Benford here in a minute. One thing I really appreciate about Coach Benford, and one thing that is certainly impactful in the way that she speaks after these rivalry games, is that so often in the state of Montana, especially in the revenue sports, the result of the rivalry between Montana and Montana State has a distinct impact on your job and your job security. Even someone like Travis DeCure has been the head coach at Montana for 10 years. He's dominated the Cats. But if you, if you let that slip in the rivalry, like let's say you lo- you know, you've, you've won 11 out of 12 and then all of a sudden you lose four or six in a row, it, it starts to uh, eat away at it and then maybe it impacts it a little bit. Maybe you're on shaky ground. Somebody like Trisha Bidford, she has all the ground in the world to stand on. She's the greatest coach in Montana State women's basketball history by a long shot. When she took that program over 19 years ago, they had nothing. And now she's built it into a program that's won multiple Big Sky championships, been to the NCAA tournament twice. So um, certainly that's what I appreciate is just the discernment, the fact that she just knows that, hey, we took one on the chin at Dahlberg Arena. Lady Grizz played great. We didn't play well at all. Moving on. Coach Benford following her team's loss uh, in Missoula on Saturday afternoon. Uh, well, first of all, a great game by Montana. Shot the ball really well today. Uh, we were not our disruptive selves for a complete game, and uh, we need to be that against uh, this this hot of a team. And uh, so credit Montana. And we're going to regroup and get ready for this next week. Our kids are battling. Uh, I thought we were really well uh, prepared, played hard, and uh, this was Montana's night. On the men's side, the Grizz did uh, whatever they wanted. All five of their seniors played outstanding. Anna Moody, 29 points. Deshaun Thomas had 20 points and 10 rebounds. Lalu Oke also had a double-double. Brandon Whitney had 9 points and 7 assists. He also got things started and finished. He had the first two buckets of the game for the Grizz and also had two buckets late that really were the daggers, the final nails in the coffin for the Cats. Uh, And then Josh Vasquez had one of his best games of his senior year as well. Hit four three-pointers and scored 15 points. Here's Travis Takir following his team's 88-69 win uh, over the Bobcats. Fun. Um, they're always fun when uh, the crowd comes with high energy. Um, it's an emotional way for us. We talked about being emotionally engaged, um, but, but also be stable at the same time because we knew there would be some lows in the game. Um, I thought this is probably as well as we played in this matchup in a long time, if, if not in all of our games, in terms of getting off to a good start and then sustaining it for 40 minutes. Uh, I thought the guys were locked in. One of the things we talked about on Monday was what we call a hustle shot. And, you know, if, if we don't allow our opponent to play harder than us, we'll win way more games um, than we won't. And, and I think tonight was an example of what we can be when we're locked in on performing in terms of the hustle areas. Um, and and uh, I think there's no question we won the hustle shot. Um, you have two guys in double doubles in the same night. So they're locked down how you're playing defense. Uh, but also some of our, our, our second, third opportunities on the offensive side of the ball is what's put it out for us. Uh, and, you know, this guy over here to my left on the Moody has a tendency to catch fire when the ball goes in the basket once or twice. And obviously tonight was one of those nights. Um, but, you know, we, we challenge guys like Deshaun and Lou to set the tone. Uh, when, when, when they go get offensive rebounds, when they get loose balls, when they block shots, um, when they dive in the fourth loose balls, the team follows with that energy, and, and I thought the big fellas did that tonight, uh, including Deshaun. And then he was challenged defensively a lot with a lot of switching, and to have his length and size be able to stay in front of the guards and not allow them to score over the top or, or get around him, who set the tone for his defensively. So it was a team effort tonight. Travis Aguirre here on Nuanas Doubts, Montana Basketball Hour, probably presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's. Uh, here's Matt Logie following his second ever Cackers game, his first one ever uh, in Missoula. Certainly uh, a lot of searching right now going on for the Cats as now they've lost four in a row and uh, they've plummeted to uh, alone in sixth place in the standings behind Montana, behind Portland State, of course behind Eastern Washington, Northern Colorado, and Weber as well. Uh, here's Matt Logie on his team's recent struggles and the loss in Missoula on Saturday. You know, in a rivalry game like this, you've got uh, you know, a, a lot of um, you know, coming into the game and, and a great opportunity for us to, to play in, uh, in these moments. And I thought in the first half we, uh, you know, stuck to our script pretty well. It was uh, a pretty, pretty close, close game those, those first 20 minutes. Uh, you know, 
up with about a minute to go in the first half, the, the, the lead stretched from five to ten, and then they were able to piggyback down, you know, the start of the second half and build some momentum uh, to separate. But uh, you know, take your hats to Montana. They've got really experienced guard play and uh, did a great job on the offensive glass tonight, which, which, which was a killer in addition to uh, obviously Moody and, and the three-point shooting. So. No, I was out ESPN Radio. We'll give you three big things about the men's game. We can just go ahead and kill the rest of those bits, both in the name of time and, and technical difficulties. Appreciate you for getting all those uploaded. I know it's a page when we got to do that. Uh, I won't bore you with the, the why, but uh, we had a little tech difficulty recording the men's press conference. So uh, sound is, is what it is. Got a couple of them in there. We'll have uh, some much cleaner bits about the women's game here uh, in just a minute. But my first big thing about the Grizz and the, the win and the rivalry was when the Grizz shoot like that, uh, it's tough to beat. But how do you? The Grizz scored 87 points in Bozeman. They shot 65. percent How do you score one more point even though you shot 48? percent Well, you absolutely, utterly dominate the offensive glass. The Grizz had 15 offensive rebounds. Lalu, okay, he had 11 rebounds. Eight of them were on the offensive side. So that's that's going to be the thing that really makes uh, Montana tough to beat because you're you're almost never going to shoot 65. percent it's going to be every once in a while you're even shooting 50%. But if you're shooting in the high 40s and you make threes at a volume like the Grizz men do and you have all your seniors not just playing well but playing perfectly to their roles, uh, that's a huge deal. As we mentioned, I think that the number two thing about the Grizz game is there's a blueprint there now. If you take the head off the snake, you bump Robert Ford, you're physical with him, you know, you don't let him get to his spots, you knock him off his spots, you knock him to the floor, and then you, you you deny Brian Garaki on the perimeter, that limits Montana State's offense quite a bit. Brandon Walker had 13 points on four or five shooting, but oftentimes he had to kick out because he was either getting doubled or he was getting beat up by Deshaun Thomas. I thought Thomas's defensive effort was underrated and a, a pivotal factor in this game. Uh, we'll see if teams try to continue to replicate that. Robert Ford has been a superman for Montana State so far this year. I'm not saying he's out of gas, but they're asking him to do so much. If teams really, truly just say, hey, we're going to take out Ford, we're going to take out Garaki, everybody else, what do you got? Can you beat us? Can Tyler Patterson and and Brandon Walker and Eddie Turner and the like, uh, Stan Blackalot, can those guys step up and beat you? It's going to be uphill sledding for the Cats if that's the, the case. I do think that both Ford and Garaki are all-conference type of players. I think Walker could be as well. But I think that after that, it's it's not that they're terrible. They just don't have a lot of depth, and uh, their talent is is limited at best. And then number three, if those seniors all play within themselves, they play well, but they also play to their roles, Montana's just going to be exceptionally hard to beat. It's a rare thing this day and age in college basketball to have a group of guys that have played together for uh, you know extended period of time, that, and that's the other thing is, it's not as if these guys have all been in these roles the whole time. That's probably the biggest compliment you could give to this group of seniors. First of all, they stuck it out. You got multiple four and five year guys in Brandon Whitney and Josh Vasquez. You got a, a third year guy in Anand Moody, even though he's in his seventh year of college, his third year at Montana. Deshaun Thomas, Lalu, okay, both been in, in the program now. This is their second year. Thomas. Similar role offensively, has added a huge role defensively, protecting the rim and rebounding. OK has become so much better offensively, now you can play him real minutes, and his impact defensively is undeniable. Brandon Whitney has gone from slashing scoring to sometimes doing that and also sometimes being a consummate point guard and facilitating and kicking it out and you know playing great defense like he has for the duration of his career. Vasquez has had every role in the books from shooter to scorer to bench guy to now uh, just like a stalwart. And, and you combined all those things, and that's what you get. The, the quote we were going to play from Coach Takir, he said, I love them. I think that what I love most about these guys is they allow me to challenge them. They allow me to coach them. They allow me to raise the bar and have high expectation, high expectations Excuse me, for their performance every day. They've been challenged as much as the uh, – they have been challenged – as much their entire careers as they were this week, and they responded. That's what makes this fun for me individually, and it's fun for them too when they come together and win like this. So that's been something, a common theme 
for us talking about Grizzbens basketball. Coach Shakira is going to get after you. I mean, he's he's a hard coach. Can you respond? Do, do you rise to the occasion and respond to that sort of coaching, or do you fold? There's been a couple of years where the Grizz had guys that folded, and that's no good. When they've had guys like Syed Pridgett, Ahmad Rory, those guys rose to the occasion. This Grizz team seems to like it. I also think that being around each other and being around Coach Takir for as long as they have, it also helps they can respond uh, to that sort of coaching. Stowat is now ESPN Radio. It is the Montana Basketball Hour, proudly presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. We'll do three big things about the women's game. He'll hear from Brian Holsinger and Gina Markson on the other side. Keep it right here. Stowat is now ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. That is now on ESPN Radio. Remember those days where you drink so much caffeine, but then you still just want nothing but more caffeine, but you know you shouldn't have that? That's me. Drank a lot of Florence coffee today, had one for breakfast, had one for lunch. We got some for you. Text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Florence Coffee has new late hours between 4 and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday at their locations on South Reserve and Brook Street here in the Garden City. You want free Floco? We got gift cards for you, 406-888-1029. Welcome back. New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on this Monday. It is the Montana Basketball Hour, proudly presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's. Got a couple filmmakers that will be in studio with us here in about 10 minutes. I actually see them right there on the other side of the window. So Big Sky Doc Fest coverage is underway here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, not just here on ESPN Radio, but also 103.3 The Trail uh, and maybe maybe even 104.5 The U. But we have uh, four proud-to-be-locally-owned and operated stations here at uh, at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, and we are proud to partner with the Big Sky Doc Fest. Uh, once again, three big things about the women's game. We've talked about how good the Lady Grizz can be, how good they have been at times. I thought in terms of full-on sustained effort, that was the second time in conference play they've been able to put it together. From I mean, they've scored 85-plus a bunch of times in conference, but a lot of times it's been 30 to 35 points in a quarter and then like an eight-minute score, scoreless streak. They played four complete, really good quarters start to finish uh, on Saturday in their 72-50 to 50 win over Montana State. Brian Holsinger talked about the sustained effort. Yeah, you know, I mean, we obviously there, we're up 21 to 6, I think, um, to start the game. And and this is what I mean about a team maturing. It's a long season and you learn from moments like that on the road. I obviously want to you want to win every game, but we learned real fast. We tightened up. You know, they made a run, which at home, they're going to make a run. All of a sudden, it gets 21-21, and we really tightened up and didn't play the right kind of basketball. So we've learned. Um, I think that's the key to this whole thing, right? You get as much talent as you can, and you just keep learning and learning and learning. And we've developed a better identity offensively, and then we don't let those ebbs and flows necessarily impact us as much as we did early in the season. Brian Holsinger here on Nuanas Now. Number two, big thing about the women's game. Danny Barsh is just so ridiculous. I'm glad, uh, Andrew, that you decided to focus on her, on your story on SkylineSportsMT.com, because you just look at the box score. Okay, 14 points, 8 rebounds. It's good. Good numbers. Five assists. It's great for a big, for sure. But you had to be there and watch the game to see how much she fundamentally altered the game. You can check out that feature uh, on SkylineSportsMT.com. Surprised, uh, to say the least, they didn't bring Danny Barks to the post-game press conference, but say, Lavi, no use crying over spilt milk. We uh, instead asked a couple of her teammates, including freshman Macy Heward and senior Gina Markson, about her impact on the Lady Grizz. Um, she's unbelievable, honestly. I've never played with someone that's just so efficient as her. Like, rebounds, blocks, she's everywhere at once. And so getting to play with her this year and just look up to her, she's a great player. And so even if she's not scoring, she's affecting the game in a lot of other ways. 
I'll add to that. Um, I'm just, I'm so proud of Danny. Uh, she's grown so much in the two years I've played with her. And when she's a threat like that offensively, I mean, it's a lot harder for teams to be able to double team and help so much. Um, I just love when she's playing aggressive and she does so much for our team, not only offensively, defensively, but just with her voice and her leadership. Um, she's a really fun person to play with. Hey, Barsh, certainly uh, an impact player to say the least. For the Lady Grizz. And then number three, it took 14 conference games, and uh, I knew they had it in them, but I'm finally ready to call the Lady Grizz a contender. I do think Eastern Washington is still the team to beat in women's basketball in the Big Sky Conference. One, because of their headliners. I think that the best one-two punch in the league is Jamie Loetta and Aaliyah Alexander. I think those are two of the top five best players in the conference. I think that's the best backcourt in the Big Sky, and uh, I think it's definitive. But I think the Lady Grizz have more depth. They have more weapons. They have so many shooters that they could just go nuclear and just shoot any team out of the tournament. It's a matter of can you do that on a neutral court in Boise. That remains to be seen. But for right now, the Lady Grizz are entering the stretch run with the proper trajectory. Can they get it done and not stub their toe on this upcoming road trip to Sac State and Portland State? We shall see, but certainly I thought it was a breakthrough moment for the Lady Grizz. While we play this bit from Brian Holsinger to finish up the Montana Basketball Hour, speaking of the Sac State-Portland State games, we got a pair of tickets for you to Montana-Sac State in men's hoops on Thursday night. You want them? Caller number 3, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And here's Brian Holsinger on the stretch run for the Lady Grizz basketball team. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we uh, it's a good it's a good question. We're fortunate to be at home here down stretch. We obviously go on the road next week, and then we get get Eastern and Idaho here at home after that. But it's one game for us. You can't you start looking too far ahead at all. Um, and if you look at the scores in our league, you start looking ahead at all, and anything can happen in this league, and especially on the road or wherever. And and we just we're really just continuing to just get better at this point. We just want to we want to play our best down the stretch. We feel like we're starting to play better. We we have. Have some we have some people coming along. Uh, this is the kind of time Steven, she's a perfect example. Um, to me, she played her best game. She didn't score as many points. She loves to score, by the way. But she played by far her best defensive game of the season. It, w- it wasn't even close. She was she was causing havoc, making people miss all game. And so she stuck with it. There's been moments of frustration, but that's our whole team. We just want to continue to get better. Uh, good things will happen happen for us if we do that. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> That's always my word. I'm like, not too high, not too low. Let's bring it back down. We're going to celebrate today. I mean, they deserve to celebrate. Um, we all deserve to celebrate probably. But I, it, it, we'll go right back. We'll keep them grounded and keep them knowing that, hey, we're just continuing to improve. Um, we've had enough heartbreak already this season and in the years since we've been here to know that, listen, you can't let up. Our seniors know. They felt it. They've they've had big wins and they've had disappointing losses. And so they, they do a great job of leading, uh, Gina being one of them, uh, of being like, hey, let's focus on the things that win and, th- and the things that win are important. Brian Holsinger here on the Montana Basketball Hours presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's Car Wash. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Before that, though, got to give you one little announcement. On behalf of the Montana Pooper Scoopers, you don't want to spend your weekends cleaning up dog poop. Weekends are for golf and watching sports, am I right? Montana Pooper Scoopers can help you free up your weekends. It's way more affordable than you think. They're locally owned and operated. Montana's Pooper Scoopers have been serving Missoula and the surrounding areas since 2006. Visit MontanaPooperScoopers.com for more information on their weekly cleanups. They can free up your time and your yard. Our Big Sky Documentary Film Festival coverage continues on the other side. Don't change that dial. 5 o'clock coming at you. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 